toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet. And we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And as we are moving forward in this episode and moving forward in the sacredness of the space that we are creating, we are going to be opening up with a sacred special prayer. And so I'm going to be speaking in terms that resonates with me and just know that the vibration is there and take what resonates with you. And so I'd like to thank the Great Spirit for all that is brought into our lives, the flow of energy, the abundance, the joy, the love, the people, spirit guides and angels and the elementals and Mother Earth and Gaia and Father Sky and the divine masculine and feminine energies that are coming into creation, into living in balance. And just all that we are coming into in the awakening of our consciousness on this planet right now. We are in such a beautiful time on this planet. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for all that we are experiencing now on this planet as we are shifting into a whole new level of consciousness than ever before. And I am so grateful to be a part of this. And I thank all the listeners for being here today and sharing in the space and listening and being open in their heartfelt space to honor the work that we do and taking this work into your lives as much as it resonates with you and allowing the flow of energy to continue shifting the world in a much beautiful better place for all living beings as we continue to plant seeds in the work that we do. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And so if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by taking a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you're ready to release in this now moment. 
And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Thank you so much, Stacey, for that beautiful opening prayer. Just really gets me in this very heartfelt space. And I am excited to talk about, from this heart, felt space to talk about honoring our teachers, all of our teachers. Uh, so we're going to take maybe a little trip down memory lane for some of you, or maybe it's current teachers, and then also inviting in the teachers that will be coming in, because that is how we grow and evolve and become the absolute best versions of ourselves. So we're, we're going to start with thinking about the what I call the wisdom teachers in our lives. And these could be people we don't necessarily know on a personal level. So for me, in my spiritual journey, I think some of the most pivotal wisdom teachers were individuals like um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, who has since transitioned, uh, people like Marianne Williamson, people like Neil Donald Walsh. These were people that really for me, and this was, gosh, it, over 25 years ago, maybe even a little bit more, dating myself, were really pivotal thought thinkers, if that makes sense, that really shifted my energy from a more traditional way of looking at religion into more of an expansive view of spirituality and how that divine spirit is within me as well. It's not outside of myself. It's within myself. And so those are some of my, the, many of them are authors because I am a reader. There have also been some other wisdom teachers that I've also really appreciated that probably don't have like the notoriety, but these were some of those wisdom teachers I truly honor at this time. We're in entering a time at this recording of coming into Thanksgiving and really honoring the people that have come into our lives for a specific reason, I think, to help us learn and grow, especially in those positive spiritual shifts that we look back on with such love. And I do really appreciate some of those individuals who have personally touched my lives and made me think in a totally different way, view of the world. So I know Stacy and I, we share some of those same wisdom teachers, but I'm curious, like what other teachers pop up in your mind mm. for you when you think of like your, the, the wisdom teachers of years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, so those are some of the teachers that I would definitely say are up there. And, you know, when, when I was thinking about this, the first, first book that I probably ever picked up was Perfect Health by Deepak Chopra. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that was really, you know, an eye opening. I had always like felt like there was more to, you know, healing and everything, but he really like, you know, planted so many seeds to, okay, how can I start this healing journey and, you know, this, the physical health and, you know, so that's where I really started meditating and, and started doing like practicing more Ayurveda and, you know, looking at the whole person more so than I had ever before, because I was still in a, my body and mind were still separate. And then Brandon Bays. And I don't think Brandon Bays is as popular, although I think if I remember right, I think she 
either worked with Tony Robbins. I think that's maybe how I heard about her initially, but she wrote the book, The Journey, and it was all about cellular healing. And so she had healed herself from a basketball sized tumor in her, in her, in her abdomen. And so she was able to go into all her childhood memories and, and she was able to release the emotion behind her, her tumor. And then it shrunk and she didn't have anything left. And so you know, that was for me like 15, 20 years ago. And and so that was like that catapulted, you know, between that and Deepox work on how we can really truly heal the body and going into the body and feeling what's there to, to let go. But the other person, there's actually two other people that were like catapulted my my work and my my beliefs, but David Simon and David G, who worked with Deepak Chopra back way back in the day. David Simon has has since passed uh, several years ago of a brain tumor, but his book Freedom to Heal was another another one. And then of course there's Doctor Joe Dispenza, and so he <laughs> he we was a, we have a whole episode becoming oh supernatural influenced by Doctor. Dr. Joe. Definitely check that one out. We'll put it in the show notes. Well, he's such a powerful, you know, his work is so powerful. And and so his book, the the first book I think I read was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Yep. And this was just mind like expanding. And I was like, oh my gosh, like to go into the quantum field and like, you know, heal and change. And so I just, I religiously, so to speak, <laughs> went in and like really um, did his meditations. And I was just so on it. Like I was doing them every day. And I was just like, my vibration was shifting. And each one of these people, Brandon, Bayes, Deepak, David, Dr. Joe, I've actually, I've been to all their workshops and events. So it, it was, you know, powerful healing at a very, very deep level. So they have been very mo- monumental in catapulting me into understanding how the quantum and the body truly works as we're, you know, healing from what we call dis-ease. So it's been, yeah, yeah. those have been my, definitely my wisdom teachers. Yeah, those so- are all, all beautiful teachers. I've read many of their works, except for Brandon Bates. I'll have to check that one out. So kind of for our listeners, like kind of just check in, like who are some of your spiritual teachers that have really made a deep impression on you? And then keep in mind, not just what I call the wisdom teachers that have maybe bigger names out there in the world, but also the personal teachers. Like for me, for example, I actually grew up playing piano for many, many years, and I have the most amazing memories of my piano teacher. Her name is Mary. I don't even know if she's still out there, but I have such great, I mean, her words still influenced me to this day of how she encouraged me, especially when some of the piano pieces got really challenging and difficult and how she taught me so many lessons through a simply weekly piano lesson that I'd come back to every week and someone who was a support for me even during the troubling adolescent years. And then personal teachers could be family members. You know, I have beautiful memories, um, especially of my grandmas who taught me how to be strong women in in a troubled world. And so those are other teachers, the the ones that we have more of a maybe personal connection. Maybe it's in grade school, middle school, high school. Uh, Maybe it's in actual school, even in college, or maybe it's like a neighbor, you know, a neighbor that really influenced you. Or for me, piano teacher, maybe it's an art teacher or someone who really expanded your view of the world. And so take a moment and just honor those 
personal teachers. And if they're, maybe even if they're still alive, maybe send them a thank you. If not, maybe you just write it out or say it in your heart and just know that they have impacted you in a really positive way. Yes, absolutely. You know, personal teachers are really important. Who was that that role model, you know, that we have? Maybe it was someone that kind of filled that space in your in your life when you needed that the most, you know, to help you find your voice or, you know, I'm thinking, you know, back in I lived in Vermont in sixth grade, I had a teacher, Mary Clark. <laughs> and oh, both Marys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I just remember her. She was always my my favorite teacher because she listened and Mm. she really helped me find my confidence in, you know, I remember in sixth grade, I was like part of this planning committee of planning the talent show and I was, but it was like my voice was heard and I was in, included in this and, and I was able to actually help develop this. And it was just such an exciting time for me. And then I like, I got on stage and I, you know, sung and it was, and danced and it was just something that I had never, you know, it was just a real she really knew how to tune into my confidence. And then the other person I have is, you know, my, my aunt Sandy, who was also a guest on the show. Yeah, <laughs> She was, she was only like 12 years older than me, but I just remember, you know, she also took me, I was the oldest, you know, niece and she took me under her wing, so to speak, and would, take me into town, into Boston when I was living in rural Vermont at the time. And, you know, but she would take me to museums and she took, I remember she took me to like Nukes on the Block, all their homes in Boston. And like, it was so much fun for a 12 year old girl, but you know, but really, but she was a role model more than anything. Cause she really taught me also how to step in and, and, you know, be authentic. And, you know, I just always loved like aunt Sandy, she's coming to town and she was always <laughs> fun. And, you know, it was just, um, she, she was very, just a beautiful role model to have in my life. I love that. Yeah. And that leads me to how, yes, having role models is I mean, so pivotal in a childhood, but then I also think, well, by far, I mean, my, probably my two greatest teachers are my two daughters and whether you are a parent and if it's actually blood related, or maybe it's a niece or a nephew, but I really do think children and pet also our pet Mm -hmm. children can be such, I mean, amazing teachers for like creativity and fun and living in the moment. Like I still remember, you know, when both my daughters were newborns, that was truly my deepest lesson in just being in the present moment, you know, Mm -hmm. holding them as newborn babies and, and all the other lessons that come along with parenthood, whether it, you know, actually our blood relation or not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think, you know, I mean, children are some of our greatest teachers. I know my son, he's definitely been my greatest teacher and I have experienced a lot of, you know, he's 22 now and I just am so blessed that for the relationship that we have and it always, it hasn't always been easy, right? The going yeah. through the teenage years was a very difficult time, yeah, but going he's, through that now. yeah. <laughs> and so he's, you know, I've been able to shift so much by, okay, what is he sharing with me right now? How is that affecting me? Right. Instead of reacting to what, what he was sh- showing me, I would 
I would explore that. And and now it's not as, you know, triggering. He doesn't, it's, we have a really good relationship, but we've had to work on that. We've, there's a lot of, you know, struggles we've had to go through, but really sitting with that. And so he's really taught me a lot about the pain that I still had and, you know, how could I release the pain that I had that was connected even to my childhood and continue to release that level of energy so we can have a better relationship and I can be more present with him than I've ever been able to be because I've done that, that deeper work. And so he's really challenged me to do that in a beautiful way. And I, I really am grateful for that challenge and grateful because I've been able to grow because of it. Yeah. Which leads into, I think, some of our greatest teachers. And that is, I nickname, nickname them button pushers. Like these are the people that really do challenge us. And oftentimes, sometimes they, they can be family members, not always. Uh, but these are going to be people that we maybe butt heads with a little bit. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's just someone that just kind of rubs you the wrong way kind of thing. And that can be such an opportunity to really look within and see, okay, where is this person showing me something within myself that I need to be able to see in order to grow, in order to learn and evolve. And this can even expand even further. So I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to look teachers, not necessarily as people, but also just struggles in general, whether the struggle is traffic that you really hate, or maybe the struggle is something in your body. Maybe there's physical pain, maybe it's mental, emotional pain, but these two can also be teachers because I'll be really honest you know like when things are going really well when I have seasons that are going really well in in my life I don't always tend to do the deep dive inner work it's when the struggles enter in it's when the button pushers come and I'm triggered in some way and then that oftentimes even though in the moment it is painful. It can feel like a really dark tunnel, but that can, once I move through that, some of those struggles, especially the physical issues, the autoimmunity issues I've been through have truly been really, I mean, just really important and necessary teachers that I probably wouldn't have learned in any other way. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, those are really important. Those are the important, you know, recognition that those are important teachers because we, we have to look at it like that person or situation is like a mirror, right? It's just mirroring back to us what we're already feeling. They're not creating any feeling within us, right? Because otherwise we would be a victim to them. And nobody is a victim in that sense, right? Where like when someone does something and, and then there's a reaction, maybe an anger reaction, right? Where is that anger in you? What is that mirroring back? Because that person is just reflecting that. And so that is what you know, the really powerful process is when you can truly, truly look at that reflection and, or look at that, you know, what is that within you that they're reflecting back? And so going into that feeling and then uncovering that feeling, feeling it, you know, maybe there's a belief under there. Maybe there's an old memory under there. Maybe there's, you know, maybe it goes deeper than, than you realize. And another question can even be, who does that person remind you of? You know, maybe that person is triggering something that may remind you of your father, of your mother, of somebody of a, you know, that has hurt you in the past or that you've been triggered by, but maybe didn't have a voice. And so that anger never got resolved. So taking that time to really honor that 
anger in that moment or that sadness or whatever is, is coming up for you and going in and, and diving deeper into it to really to really see where that is rather than blaming the mirror that's in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So in our in our last few minutes together, I'm going to guide you through a reflection meditation process, just honoring all of our teachers. We've mentioned many of them throughout the show. And you can do this meditation with your eyes open. It doesn't have to be formal. If you are in a state where you can close the eyes down, maybe find a comfortable seat, or I'm just going to guide you through a visualization process of truly honoring and giving thanks to the many, many teachers and all their forms um, that have come into our lives. So I'll start by just taking a few deep, deep breaths becoming present with what is, feeling into your own body as you deepen your breath, sending gratitude to the energetic being that you are and that your energy has had the ability to connect to other energies, other teachers, mentors in your life. So if you'd like, we'll start with wisdom teachers. Vision in your mind the individuals, whether you know them personally or not, have really influenced you in a profound and deep way. Maybe they are a spiritual teacher or an author. And just really picture them in your mind. And you can either say to yourself or out loud just a simple thank you. Thank you for being in my life. And then moving on to more personal teachers. Maybe this is the grade school teacher. This is a, a person that you know personally, but again, has really positively impacted your life and maybe at a very vulnerable time. Picture those individuals in your mind. Breathe so deep and say a simple thank you. Thank you, thank you to those individuals who have personally touched you in a very meaningful, profound way. And then as you continue to breathe deep, let's move into those individuals that I call button pushers. Those people that you may not have the most seamless relationship with. Maybe there's been a lot of bumps and bruises along the way. But picture that individual or if it's more than one individual in your mind. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's that coworker that just kind of gets under your skin a little bit. Picture them in their very best light. And as you breathe so deep, even send them a simple thank you. Thank you for teaching me. And then moving on to a broader spectrum of teachers. Maybe it's a current struggle or a current joy something that you have really deeply learned from only through experience. Maybe it is a physical pain in the body. 
Maybe it is some type of emotional or mental trauma. And remembering that our infinite selves are so, so much greater than the struggle, than the physical pain, the mental, emotional pain. And if it feels appropriate, if you feel like it would be meaningful, you could say, thank you. Even if you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, just having the faith and knowing that in this divine timing, this beautiful, perfect timing, the vibration lifts, the light comes in, the healing is. And if there's any other visualizations you'd like to bring in, in this honoring our teachers, maybe it's ancestors, maybe it's past lives, maybe it's an element in nature, our mother earth, remembering that yes, we are the stuff made of stars. We are energetic beings that expand, expand, expand. And we send in so much gratitude And then a final deep, deep breath in, biggest one yet. And a full release out with a thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Brenda. That was absolutely beautiful. It's so beautiful just to take that moment, you know, and just really honor honor the people that have really impacted our lives and recognize that everyone shows up on the path for a reason, a season, a lifetime. I, you know, and, and just what that, how they have truly impacted your life and what you've learned, even if it was in the most challenging time, you know, showing gratitude. And so sometimes it could be really beautiful just to maybe take a moment if it feels if you feel called in your heart to reach out to them and say thank you or write a letter of some sort of gratitude and just tapping into that gratitude and that heartfelt sense. And, and yeah, even if you choose not to send it, you know, writing it out and just tapping into that energy can be just as powerful. So just, we invite you to just take some time to really reflect in this space for all that have come onto your path. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, even the button pushers, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify or liking us on Facebook. And I'm Brenda Carey. And as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacy Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, my book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. You can check out our links in the show notes. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5 a.m. Mountain Time.
Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. Thank you.